Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's a daily podcast in which we talk about Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Rory Spence. You can find me at HangoverReviews or DogHairNetwork.com. Cool. And today on Man of Steel, we're talking about number 113. The minute starts with General Zod taking off with the scout ship. And then the minute ends with a trapped Jenny uh, begging Perry not to leave her. Uh, There's not much to just a little bit of the scout ship taking off other than I wrote uh, really nice smoke animation (laughs) as it takes off. You know, it's like, great job. But I mean, you know, that's just kind of like a very small thing. It just tells you, hey, the ship's taking off. Where's it going? Who knows? Um but then we come back to the fight with Superman and the world engine and the tentacle Thanagarian snare beast situation. That's uh, what you're calling it? That's what I'm going to call it. Um, I thought it was more Brainiac-like. That was my first it is, thing I noticed about it. Yeah. It is very Brainiac-like. Um, I don't know if that's just because I've been playing Injustice 2 a ton recently, but yeah, that's no, what it I made think me we're think all on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> we're there too. Um, <laughs> we have to explain that now if we're ever going to talk about it. Oh yeah, that's Cause true. I was like, because um, we talked to, to some of our listeners about it. So if we ever mention, because we play that game a lot, but some people don't yeah. know what that game is or don't play that game. So in order to explain it, uh, in this game, Injustice, it's a fighting game about DC characters, and Brainiac is a villain in this one, and Brainiac has these giant metal, very much like the limbs in this film. Uh, he has things like that on his ship. And when you fight that kind of character, things like this show up in that video game. It destroys you. Yeah, and literally yeah, is the worst. <laughs> It'll take a lot of health out of your character. So much. It's so unfair. Yeah. Um, but I had questions about uh, this kind of villain that's fighting Superman. Yeah. These limbs that come after him. So what we get is kind of like a, a point of view shot of the limbs themselves chasing Superman throughout yeah. the minute. Um and I didn't know if when it comes to animation, are these tentacle limbs individual are like each individual cube of liquid geo are those animated to kind of form this giant limb? Or is it like a giant limb that's rendered and then they kinda like add some sort of skin that makes it look like it's a million cubes of liquid geo. Does Probably that make sense? Ladder. Is it? I would assume. Because the that more you watch easier. it, it yeah. sounds easier. That's what I was thinking of. But as I kept watching it, I was like, I can't tell because the more you watch it, the more you're like, well, look at that individual cube and look at that one. And like, why are they able to move? Uh, and like, let's say, let's say like it hits Superman and then it like breaks apart and then reforms. And it's like, damn, to although it's really short to do that and just you know i don't know it's it's such a great job and it goes unnoticed because as an audience you watch this film and you're like all right he's fighting giant tentacle robot creature in this book well it could be in that book but i don't think they would talk about like how the animation goes because like to most people that's boring it's like, oh, okay, we get it. It's computer graphics, CGI, and whatnot. It's like, yeah, but everyone flipped their shit when that one Zootopia said the same thing. It's the same thing. They were like the animals. Like, each individual hair was its own thing. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, all right, well, then tell me a Superman. Liquid Geo arms are each in the middle of cubes. 
Yeah, oh, you're, you're awesome. right. You're right. Because like it should just get just just as much praise if if you know, but they don't. Things like this, like people are like, oh, okay, it's Superman fighting some CGI monster. It's like it's more than that. It's more. It's like there are people who go to go to colleges and they get like art degrees and they they learn how to draw by hand and stuff and then they later on go to like 3d sculpting and like then they go into animation and then they have to fight their way to go to like a big animation school and Mm -hmm. to continue that and then from there they have to get picked up by a a hollywood uh, production team and then they get to work on small films and then they have to fight their way through that and then eventually you get an animator who works for Zack snyder's whatever his Rat Pack Entertainment or Syncopy. No, no, that's Nolan. No, I'm talking. What is the other one? Um, the it's something about it's a girl with a katana. I was someone's oh, gonna yeah. yell at me now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like you you work that hard to get there, then you get this film where they're like, we need you know Superman to fight these CGI robot arms, and we need it to look as real as possible. Yeah, and then they come <clears> up with not just. Uh, a simple solution they make it as complex as possible like okay well it's uh, they're giant arms but they're individual cubes like nanobots and then it's like to animate that and it's like by the time the film comes out it's like you've done so much work on this thing and then people are like oh, okay so superman fights a cgi monster and it's like it's so much more than that like you have to give these people more credit you're just saying you're the, like the mass audience is just downplaying all of it they, yeah i mean cgi is really downplayed a lot and it's like you know, the only time we ever, like, praise something is, like, if it's Jurassic Park with dinosaurs or whatnot. It's true. I just had a friend talk to me about Wonder Woman, and he was like, you know, the end fight scene? Didn't like it at all. It was too CGI. I was like, you know, like, every single fight scene in almost every single super superhero movie that's come out within the past 10 years has been the final boss battle CGI. Yeah. And it's, it's like, man, well, it just didn't look good. I was like, you're dumb. Get out. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a... I think it looks really good. I mean, I, I, even if it's just an arm rendered out to be making it look like tiny squares, I dig it. If it's individual squares, that's awesome. That probably took so much time to do mm-hmm. in these just, you know, two minutes that it's here. It even shows them. I, I wrote down that, what, uh, Cal is making the arms uh, run into each other as he's like, you know, weaving in and out of things. And then I also wrote, it's kind of like he's running from a snake from Tarzan, like when it gets all tangled up in the... Uh, in the tree, you know what I'm talking about. You closing your eyes and you're like disgusted. With no, me. no, I'm trying to think. Was there a snake in Tarzan? It was. Are you talking about Jungle Book? Nope, I'm talking about Tarzan. And it, it, what's it the was... difference? <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> the animated Tarzan. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. You it's like a ties it like in a knot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like he just runs a still thing of Jungle Book. For Dude, some it's not even just from Tarzan. It's like a normal thing that people do. Oh, when you fight getting... a snake, you just make sure. Yes, you like run around like different like obstacles and it gets tied and then you get to, you know, stop right before it gets, you know, it's it's lunging at your face and it can't lunge anymore because it's all tangled. That's just how you that's run away the, from snakes. That's, that's how you just defeat snakes in general. Yeah, you didn't learn that in school? What's wrong with you? Anyways, yeah, that was a... Uh, I'll stop talking about the animation. I just thought it was really great. I'm and still really, on these arms, man. I think was, this I think is most under, of this minute. Underappreciated. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, like, it grabs them. By the way, amazing sound design for this thing that's going on. Like, the music behind it, but then also, like, the the whipping and, like, the... Snip snapping. The snipping and the snapping. And it's, it does have, like, it, it puts into, you know, that the word 
the name for it, Liquid Geo. It does kind of sound like it's liquid metal molten kind of like mechanics that are moving around and stuff. I thought it was cool. Um, it does grab him and like shove him into the articulates. Is that what we call them? Particulates? Yeah. The, uh, the smoke? It like forces him into it. Does it know how to do that? Does it know like, oh, Kryptonian? Oh, let me just like drown you in the smoke. I had some thoughts on that, but for, I don't want to talk too much. Uh, Rory, did you have anything? I don't, I don't mean to talk <laughs> over you or anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I was wondering the same thing. It seems to be like it, like it seems to be fighting it, fighting him intelligently. Yeah, I was just wondering yeah. like how how he's doing that. Is it the is it ship doing that or what? Oh, that's what I was about good to question. say. Good <laughs> question. Because um, my notes here are remote controlled by Toran or Jax or question mark. Oh, well, I wouldn't that, even make, that think would make about sense. That. Yeah, because then I mean they're all there on the Black Zero. Like, yeah, like, what, what are y'all what? doing? <laughs> they're like popping champagne bottles as the terraforming happens. It's like no, y'all could be doing something. Yeah, and they There's have no some ground computers. assault. I could be Jax or why would you want ground assault, dude? What do you mean? They're invading a planet. Yeah, but there's a gravity well thing happening. I mean, I guess like it get, it probably got to a point where like Zod and like Jaxer and all them were like, these guys, they can't touch us. Oh, I guess there was a ground assault with Feora and, and Namek and stuff. But you would think that at this time right now, I don't know. Are they, hmm. Now I'm just trying to think about Zod's battle strategy. <laughs> Did he analyze that humans can't do anything? So he was like, you know, screw this, like, attacking the city. Let's just put our ship in the middle of it and just start gravifying everybody. Mm-hmm. Gravity, so, define, yeah. gra- gra- gravitron, gravi- graviton. Sure. <laughs> how do you say you attack someone with gravity? Eh, how you say... <laughs> how do you say you're attacking someone with gravity? Yeah. I don't know, because normally you don't attack anyone with gravity. Well, not yet, Mark. Come on. Let's have faith in the scientific community. That guy... We'll control it one day. This dude was gravity to death. Gravi- gravitated to death. Was that the same as like falling and then just getting squashed? <laughs> he fell, is what you're saying. Yeah, he fell and then... <laughs> I don't know how bites. to say it. <laughs> so that's, that's not really gravity killing them, though. That's the ground. Is that true? That's uh, Well, the ground is actually <laughs> killing him? We're, we're talking about the gravity crushing you. How do you yeah. say you got killed by Yeah, gravity? but if you, if you, I'm saying if you fell, it would be different. Okay, so... Hmm. We're going to... How just... does gravity kill you, then? Can gravity <laughs> kill you? Yes, That's it, a, yeah, it can. You can get crushed by gravity, or is this just like yeah, me thinking about... Have you seen about... this film? Yes, I've seen this film, it. but this is... Well, I'm trying to relate it to right now, man. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my thoughts were if everyone's on the Black Zero having a great time, at least someone should be remote controlling this world engine. But they don't show it, but I feel like that could be a thing. I feel like this could be how Jax Ur fights in warfare compared to, like, Tentacle like Monster. Feora and Namek, like, beating dudes with their bare hands. Yeah. Um, Jax Ur could be, um, you know, hey, I'll, I'll remote control this giant world engine. When you think it's, like, a VR system and he's got, like, cool, like, gloves that, like, he's just, like, in... Like one room and everybody's just looking at him and he's just waving his like arms Pacific around. Rim? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Could be. Yeah, just like that. They should have made it more sci-fi and they should have had just Jaxer inside the world engine. Like some sort of s- s- 
supervillain kind of thing. Like plugged in and like yeah, like yeah, with just his head sticking out of the world engine. Yeah. Oh. Like a like a Lex Luthor machine. Like that's a very Lex Luthor thing. Who were we just? I just. Oh man, who was just like that? It was like you know their heads normal and they got a regular body. Was it? Is it? Um, Neil Hamilton. Does he look like that when he gets like his body armor suit, where like everything other he's he's fully covered in like body armor, but like his head is just sticking out? I feel like I remember seeing hmm. something weird like that. I don't know, but I just had a thought about what if Jax Ur is uh, banished into the into the Phantom Zone in this film. Uh, and with his damaged body somehow gets like saved by some sort of technology and Jack sort of becomes Brainiac for Man of Steel 2. I'm thinking that's more along the lines of Emil Hamilton. All right, fine. I'm just saying. Have at it. Just judging. Just ruin my theory there. It'd be cool, but Jack sir wasn't as big as Emil Hamilton, especially in comic style. You know, comic, well, I'm saying wise. make him more of a big deal. Make jacks are big. Make <laughs> jacks are big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think it's remote controlled. It has to be at this point because it's acting way too um, self-aware, and it knows to throw him under the gravity field. Yeah, it like throws him in the particulates. He's like, "Yo, breathe this stuff in," and then splash it through some and, water. Yeah, and then dry off by this big old ray of sunshine. Beam. Yeah, it just like throws him into it. Yeah, and you know because of the gravity's force, it like. Just kind of sends him flying all the way down to the to the to the ground, and then it fades to white. It scene changes, and then we come back to Perry White. Oh, there you, I see I what did you did there, man. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I see you wrote it down. I did not. Um, so we come back, and uh, the fate of the three is revealed in this one. Uh, we, we didn't see them. Uh, we haven't seen them since. Is that a phrase? The fate of the three is revealed. Yeah, that, I don't know. Sounds like it you... is now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get to see what happened to them. Um, Not even them. It's just Jenny. What happened to Jenny? Everybody else is fine. Jenny got the shit end of the stick. Wasn't she first? Wasn't she running down the street first? No, Perry was first. They were. He was like holding her hand. Uh, but it would yeah. make sense if she got shot because she was first. It would make sense if she was first, but they obviously got s- separated somehow, and Jenny got the shit end of the stick, and she Wait, got, you know, trapped. Where Jenny is, is she where they entered, or is she, like, farther back in the alley now? That's what I'm thinking. Because it... Now we're, ta- now we're going back to the building falling physics. It confused me, because, like, the building f- that was falling, to me, I thought was where the gravity thing is now, but it's not. She's trapped where the building fell. Ooh, yeah. Now I'm trying to think. Like gravity field was in front of them. Were they running away from it? So then the building must have fallen like in front of them, and she was the only one that was trapped. Who's got a map of this? Why is there a map? (laughs) (laughs) The map of the destruction of the Black Zero event. So yeah. So when they turned into the alley and the building fell, to me, part of the building that fell was still able to trap Jenny. And only Jenny. And only Jenny. Steve is okay. Pete Perry is okay. So, yeah. Perry at least fell down, though, because he looks like he's standing up at the start, so he did fall. Oh, yeah. Um, And and 
I don't know. I really kind of like this. Uh, well, I guess this is another allusion to to nine eleven because some people were trapped, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't mean to downplay that. I just was trying to. Yeah, most Damn, definitely, man. No, <laughs> I'm just trying so hard not to sound offensive, and I feel like it's making it worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jenny is trapped and that's that's terrifying because now now it's almost like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place you know you're either trapped um or you know across the down the alley is uh the world the black zero i'm sorry getting mixed up yeah the black zero so but i do like this kind of color palette change that happens where now all the all the buildings are kind of like blue yeah and it's like this ash and it's just like this light coming through and it's like it's very different kind of uh color change and i kind of like that well think i mean I, I guess like the whole the sun's kind of blotted out by clouds and articulates or or what have you and and debris and whatnot so like you only get this really powerful blue glow of this gravity beam yeah would you think yeah. it would be blue yeah sure you harvest we harvest gravity is going to be just this giant blue blinding blue <laughs> beam of light sure gravity guns <laughs> everything else is blue and s- science fiction not everything okay i'm done with you um, so it's a big beam that goes up or down it's usually blue yeah <laughs> it's usually how it works it's true <laughs> we, we got there yeah i think i'm i think i'm good on this one i don't um, know yeah no it's just jenny's kind of just feel like i'm missing something but i can't think of yeah. it right now perry's nope. tie still done yeah, it's still up there. He's still dressed to the nines. <laughs> you think they all got like rocks in their shoes, and it's like very annoying for them? Oof. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like if he had like nice like loafers on or something like that. Yeah. Oof. Oh man, Oof. think about running in those shoes that they have like down the alley. Aye. At that point, do you just run barefoot or no? God no. Would... She's probably running in like wedges. If I was wearing my shoes that I wear to work, I would have taken them off immediately, along with my tie. Along <laughs> with my tie. You yeah, you're right. Guy. Yeah, screw these ties. <laughs> screw ties, man. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make us conform to fashion. But if you're going to go out, you might as well look fresh, right? <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Um, that's all I had for this minute. Yeah, I think you guys, good. You guys are good as well? Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Don't forget, if you want to listen to another Minute Movies by Minute podcast, Nate and I do Tarantino Minute, where we talk about Reservoir Dogs one minute at a time. Rory does Hangover Reviews, so definitely check out that cool show. And if uh, leave us a cool review, we'll read it out over the air. Uh, it really helps us out as well, so please do that on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.